Hello everyone. Welcome back. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, episode 5, week 5, Ballin' with Baldy. I'm your host, Dylan Lanier. And of course, we have my wonderful co-host back this week after last week's show. I'm back. Chris Knox. Chris, how you doing today, brother? Every day's a great day. Every day's a great day. You know, I said that for you last week. <laughs> you weren't you you weren't able to be there, so yeah. I had to I had to throw it in there for you. Yeah. So um a lot of things happened. There's not really this week. There hasn't really been a lot of big sports news going on, but there's still enough to talk about. Exactly. So we have enough to talk about. Uh, let's kind of start off with uh, our boys here at JSU. We finally back to 500 in basketball. Yeah, we are back. They won their first home game, did they not? Yep. I believe it was 101 to 61 mm-hmm. against Carver. Yep. Yeah, the boys. Good job, boys. We're really on Bleach Report. It just says Cougars. I don't know who. Who who knows who they are? But there are there are loose Cougars on the loose, and why is our basketball team playing them? Somebody, somebody <laughs> on the local zoo. We need to get some help out here. Why but is there, why are they playing against Cougars? And how do they put up 101 <laughs> points? Is no one injured in this? I hope I hope nobody's injured in this. But you know, good job, boys. Good looking out. At way to get out there and play as hard as you did. Uh, football team. Let's talk about those boys. They scratched and they clawed. Yeah, they did. But we deserved that victory and we got it. Yeah, we did. They did. They played really hard, played really well, and uh, we froze our tails off out there. Oh, my goodness. It was it was crazy. It was a cold game, but all of us that painted up had a blast. Yeah. All, all, the, all the people out there called had a blast. Called in the polar bear tone niggas. And shout out to the student section. There's a lot more people there than no, a lot of us expected to be, but you know, best shout out student section in the state. We are the best student section in the country, and I will debate that with anybody, with anyone. But if you thought we were cold last weekend, <laughs> these boys and a hundred people of the marching Southerners are headed to Maine. I believe the high is like thirty. For yep. this weekend. Yep. So it's probably going to snow. Who knows? I just know it's going to be cold and it's going to hurt. Yep. But hopefully you boys can pull it out and move on and continue. As long as y'all can survive frostbite season, y'all going to be straight. Y'all yeah. Be straight. Somebody make sure Zarek's okay. Make sure like make sure he's warm and he's staying warm. Exactly. He's on the bike. We, 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 we need him. He's our key. He, he is the key to victory. Not not dissing anybody else on the team. Exactly. It's you know he's I, yeah, he's mean, the quarterback. Exactly. I mean quarterback is the key to everything. Exactly. I mean that's just how football is. He makes things happen. Anyways, but before we do continue with that, this upcoming Friday you have you have Pro South Wrestling. It's every Friday. Dun, 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 Coming up this Friday, they're gonna have a pretty big show, and then the next coming weeks, they will be having their anniversary show. It's their biggest show of the year. That the main event of that show will be Ace Haven, the last hero defending. The Pro South Championship against Tyler Gage, so that's going to be a wonderful showing. Um, and then on December the 15th, New South presents Winter Wars. It'll be a Winter Wars Rumble with the winner earning a future shot at the New South Heavyweight Championship. And from 3 to 5 p.m. on that Saturday, if you have $30 and you want to learn, there will be a pro wrestling seminar with former WWE superstar Adam Rose. Okay. And there also might be a few incentives into that seminar Mm. that you might get to be a part of, but that's neither here nor there. But if you want to learn from someone as good as he was and know how he made it and what all he had to do. Or if you you just want to go down there and you want to see how this wrestling thing works. Exactly. Or if you just want to go to Fort Payne and watch how, you know, wrestling happens if you guys don't enjoy it. It's a good shit. Like, if you guys don't watch wrestling – it's a good show. It's good. It's something just to go and have fun and do, man. It's you know, DeKalb Theater, Fort Payne, Alabama. Doors open at six thirty. Pre-show at seven fifteen. And I know someone's gonna bring this up earlier. This man did not curse. He was about to say show, but stop. I was I was saying show, and then it kind of like. Cause somebody's gonna mention it. It conflicted, but if you don't don't just don't bring it up, and we'll be okay. Anyways, so uh, we're kind of gonna keep it on the football train here. Let's talk about the Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars. They benched Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Did you see this coming? Absolutely. 
disappointing season for Jacksonville, especially after the season they had last year. I mean, you could have put Medea on the center. He'd been doing better than Blake Bortles. Like, this is just this is pitiful, bro. That's just pitiful. Oh, no. Could you imagine? Literally, Tyler Perry in the dress. He didn't even need the dress on. He could have been in, like, makeup or something. Just a little bit resemblance of Medea. And he could have been on the center and did better than Blake Bortles. Could you imagine that, though? Just hello. Hello. Just hike the ball. What you doing over there? Oh, no, that would be great. That would be fantastic. I actually want to see that now. How was Tyler Perry not done? How was he not done that? Somebody, okay, somebody right now that's listening to this show, tweet Tyler Perry. Medea goes in the NFL. <laughs> Medea goes to the NFL. Medea goes to the CFL. I don't care. Make it where Medea is playing quarterback. Medea, I mean, Medea doesn't win everywhere. I mean, it's... I mean, how long is it until it's like Medea goes to Africa or Medea goes to Jupiter or something? Yeah, something like that. Like, stupid. Tweet Tyler Perry. Tell him to make a football movie with Medea going to the NFL. Please. Uh, that's If you do that, I will give you a big hug. The biggest of hugs. Chris and I both will. And a big hello. And a big hello. Yeah, we'll even get we'll even go interview Medea and have her personally um, say your name. Exactly. Anyways. Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. near perfect game the other day. Okay. He had 25 straight completions. 25 straight completions, which is an NFL record. Straight cooking. And he missed his first completion in the third quarter. Oh my. He finished the game 28 for 29, 259 yards, three touchdowns, and a 138.4 passer rating. Guns blazing. He he went all out and did everything he needed to do. And Rivers really doesn't. He's never really gotten a lot of credit as a quarterback. I he's him. Right. He's been there for years, and people and he, really don't give him the love that he deserves. But he's he's played. He always plays one, well. And he's been one of those quarterbacks that knows how to do more with less. Exactly. He's very. He's always very consistent. Yeah. Always very consistent. Definitely makes up for some for some GM struggles. Oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely makes up for a lot of the GM struggles, and he really hasn't had a solid target. I mean, he has what Keenan Allen. Yeah, no. Mike and Williams can definitely still develop into something. Mike Williams can develop into something. Uh, Antonio Gates, who is one of the best all, tight ends of all time. He's not a senior citizen yet. No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Well, he's getting there. Okay, but, but he, not yet. But he's still balling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely still balling. Yeah. But he's not balling with Baldy. Hey, um, hey, look at that setup. Uh, let's kind of uh, we're, we're gonna um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. We're gonna move on to the MLB. And um, we're gonna talk about the Atlanta Braves because they're really the only team that have made a couple big moves here. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of, we got a guy who knows a lot about the Atlanta Braves coming soon, so. Do we? Yes, we do. Do we? Let's see this. Who is this? I know exactly who it is. Yep. Uh Uh-oh. I see you. I know you're listening, and I see you. Just get here soon. You know what? I man. Since you're coming. since since you're covered, we'll hold off on the Braves yeah, here. Hold on. Since you're a Braves fan, we'll get let's your hold, opinion I, on hold it. Hold on. Our Atlanta Braves guys coming. Well, since the Atlanta since we're gonna hold off on the Atlanta Braves, uh-huh. let's kind of move on into the college football portion of this. We'll take out we'll take out a couple games here. Okay. Uh, coming up this weekend, it's coming towards the end of the college football season. A lot of the championships are coming up, and uh, we're kind of just gonna we're gonna talk about the big game last, the the one game everybody's gonna watch, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about that last. But we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with the Big Ten because nobody really cares about the Big Ten. No offense, Big Ten fans, but it's true. Yeah. Tyler, if you're listening, just it's it's. I, I feel for you, brother. Yeah, Michigan. I, I mean, they're good, but you know, yeah. they kind of got. Ohio State got athletes. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, kinda, and, and y'all still running glorified wishbone. Uh, that kind of got destroyed. I mean, destroyed ain't even the word to use at that point. <laughs> that's a good point, but we're on radio, so. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the Big Ten Championship, Northwestern, who finished 8-4 and four on the season, will take on Ohio State, who finished 11-1. and one. 
what are your thoughts on this game? Who's going to win this game? I definitely, I would definitely say don't rule Northwestern out. I'm not going to say don't rule them out, but. I, like, now, of course, Ohio State, even though, like, they kind of have a tendency to overlook something. They have a tendency to overlook opponents at times. And, you know, this might be the game where they do it again. Very true. They but do. That's still, what they did with uh, Purdue. Exactly. But it's still like a 78% chance they win this game. Well, if it's anything like the last game, then uh, I feel like Northwestern's going to come out and score a lot in the first half, and then the second half just forget the rest of their team in the locker room. What is this offense, though? What is defense? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? Uh, uh, score predictions. Give me a score prediction. Northwestern, Ohio State. Mm, I'm going to give Ohio State 48, and then I will give Northwestern 24. Okay, that's not bad. It's kind of it's respectable. I I say Ohio State drops a fifty bomb. I'm giving Ohio State a score of fifty two. I'm giving, giving Northwestern twenty one. Ooh, you giving them that fifty piece? I'm giving them the fifty piece. The fifty piece, boy, the fifty piece. I'm giving the fifty piece no drink with an extra biscuit. How? Ooh, extra biscuit. Extra biscuit, no drink. With jelly on it, or honey. Ooh, honey. Okay. Are okay. you crazy? Mm. If it's one of them Popeye biscuits, you need honey. No, if it's one of them Popeye biscuits, you need to soak it in water. And use honey. There's nothing you can do about it. I really don't know if there's anything you can do about a Popeye's biscuit. Popeye's biscuits are like dried in the Mojave Desert. Exactly. It's crazy. You it's, are going to choke on it. It is unfair. That, Just bake your biscuits, man. Do them correctly. That's like getting put in a chokehold by like Anderson Silva. Right? Hopefully he doesn't break his shin in the process. Ooh, I'm throwing ugh, major shots today. Oh, I'm goodness. sorry. Oh, goodness. It's been a day. Uh, let's move on to another pretty much division that nobody really pays attention to or really cares about. Uh, the Mountain West Championship, Mountain West Conference. Oh, Fresno State finished 10-2, and two, and they are going to be taking on Boise State, who also finished 10-2. and two. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this game? Who walks away the victory? Who walks away with the victory? Give me a score prediction. Okay, and just like you said, no one really cares about the Mountain West, so I don't either, so I just kind of zoned out when you mentioned the team. You know what? Fair enough. Very fair. Both solid records. Uh-huh. Both have solid offenses. Now, who are the teams again? Uh, Fresno State finished 10-2. Fresno State. Boise State finished 10-2. Boise State. Okay. I'm going to give that game to Boise State. I'm going to say that one's going to be close. I'll probably say, like, mm, 35-28. Okay. I don't think I'm going to go that far into it, but I don't. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I'm going to give it 24-17. to Okay. I'll give it 24-17, and I'll give it uh, Boise State. Yeah. Not counting Fresno State out, it's just I, I think Boise State has better athletes on their side. Yeah. Um, that's really the pinnacle of college football at this point. If you've got the better athletes, you're winning. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's very true. Well, it's very is, true. All, well, that scheme fits. Also, also very true. Um, <clears throat> kind of another conference not a lot of people pay attention about, but the true defending national champions of last season are in this conference and they're in the conference championship game. They haven't lost a game in Lord knows how many days. It's been a lot of days. Yeah. But Memphis, who finished 8-4, and four, will be taking on the undefeated UCF Knights. I believe it's the Knights, right? Yes. UCF Knights, who finished 11-0. And they will be taking uh, – that will be for the American Athletic Conference Championship. Who walks away with the victory? What's UCF, the final score? Uh, UCF. I think that one's going to be – I think that was going to be easy for UCF. That one's going to be pretty easy. Yeah, Memphis is uh, not the best team, but yeah. they're not the worst. They, I mean, they're not the worst, but they've got consistency issues. And while we're on the UCF thing here, um, UCF, you know, McKenzie Milton – with the injury, got hurt, unfortunately, oh, broke his leg. Um, speedy and, recovery to him. Yeah, very speedy recovery for him. He also uh, ended up suffering nerve damage in his knee, so he has to have another surgery. So we know you're listening, McKenzie. We exactly. know all of you listen. We know. So the yeah, prayers out to you. Hopefully you'll get better. I'm get better soon. Hug yeah, yeah, yeah. Hug through the airwaves. Yeah. We we'll send you a get well soon card. Yeah. Maybe. Well, no, you appreciate it. Yeah. Anyways, but what's the score for UCF? UCF Memphis, 
UCF walking away with the victory. What's the score? Uh, I'll say 48-14. 48-14, I like that. I'm going UCF. I don't even think UCF's going to let Memphis score. They are not going to let up at all. I'm, I'm going 42-0. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Monica and Alex out there in the lobby. I see you guys. How you doing? Um, yeah, I'm going 42-0 UCF. Yeah, I, I didn't want to do a shutout because it's like, I wouldn't disrespect Memphis like that, but uh, I don't care. It's Memphis. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of that's kind of what it's gonna be. The only thing Memphis has going for them right now is the Grizzlies. Yeah. And they're not even doing that well. They great at jail ball though. Very true. Very true. Um. Let's move on. Let's let's talk about another another game here. Clemson finished 12 and 0 are going to be taking on Pittsburgh. Finished seven and five for the ACC championship. That is going to be disgusting. Now that one, I think, is going to be a shutout. So we already know who's winning this game. Yeah. We just need a score. Give me a score prediction. I'm giving Clemson 56. I'm going with a shutout. You know what? I think I'm right there with you. I'm going to give Clemson 56-0 win. Cause I mean, that's just why. It's kind of like how we, whenever we play NCAA or play Madden or something, we do the whole randomized teams. Yeah. Like, whenever we all do it as a group, that's like putting the Patriots up against the Browns. Yeah. It's just, it's not going to work. It's not right. No. Um, but, yeah, I think we're both in agreement here. I think we're both going to go 56-0 if they decide not to run it up even more. Um... Uh, this should be a really good game. Every time these two teams play, they kind of – it's kind of a shootout. Mm-hmm. There's really no existence of defense, but that's just a testament to how good the offenses are. Uh, Texas, who finished 9-3, and will be taking on Oklahoma, who finished 11-1. and That is a game. That's a game right there. It'll be for the Big 12 championship. Who walks away with this victory? What's the score? And why do they walk away with this victory? I'm giving it to Oklahoma. Our Braves guy is about to end in the room. Chris, that door is locked. Go let that. I will let this man. Go in. let that good man in. <laughs> hey. What is good? What's up? What's up? Bro, it was good timing actually. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest here. Kind of, kind of spot on, like a a day of guests. Got out of class early. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Shadricks. Nice to be here. What's up, brother? Also known as Pawpaw. Also known as Pawpaw, all you baseball guys out there. Yeah. Put this mic closer towards you. Oh, my bad. Ah, there you go. Get a re- oh, boy. So we were going to start talking about the Braves, yeah. but, uh, you know, he, he showed me the message, and I was like, you know what, we'll wait. Yeah, we'll hold on to it. So but. since Jaden's a Braves fan. But while we're on this, let's go ahead and finish this. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas score. Who's winning? Why are they winning? I'm going to say because um, you know Oklahoma's going to put up points. You know that's I mean that's a given. That's not that's not the problem. It's them stopping. I th- no, but that's the th- but that's the thing about it. A great offense can be a great defense. Very true. Because Very the way true. that Oklahoma scores, it's going to suck the air out of Texas. Yeah, also very true. And then the fact how much in the flash it is, you know, it's just like you're blinking and you're missing, and it's like Oklahoma touchdown. Yeah, that's that's also a credit to Kyler Murray, who if we really? should remind all of you, he's going to not play football anymore, and he's going to go to the major leagues and play for the Oakland Athletics. I will, I will give – I'll probably give Oklahoma the same amount of points I gave Clemson. I'm going to go with 56, and I'll give Texas 24. I think they, I think they put up a fight early – I think Texas puts a fight up early, but by See, like by like second quarter, it's gonna be it's gonna be goodness ugly. Gracious. I thought you were gonna like. I thought you was gonna go for like the upset. No, I thought you were gonna give Texas a lot more credit than what you gave them. But no, okay, like I like what Todd Herman's doing over there, but it's like Oklahoma's gonna be too much. Of course. You don't think it's like the first matchup? Texas gets out to a big lead and. Oklahoma's trying to play catch up. Nah. 
Because you gotta think, you gotta think about it. That's normally not how it's gonna go the second time matchup. Like you get the, mm-hmm. like you, if you got the upper hand that first time, you're not getting it the second time. I mean, this is the second time they're playing this season. Exactly. So unless you have like Bill Belichick coaching, you're not getting the best of a team both times. That's a good point. I mean, also could the crowd play a factor? You know, it's in Texas. That is also a very good point. And that's what's gonna have Oklahoma with that chip on their shoulder. Also, you know you got to embarrass them on their home field, too. You know, That's also, some Baker Mayfield mentality right exactly. there. <laughs> also, like Alabama, and, you know, if they win, they could possibly move their game to Miami because of how close Oklahoma is to the Cotton Bowl. That's also very true, but we know how Alabama likes to play uh, neutral sites, so... That's a that's another conversation for another day. Jaden, who do you think is going to win this game, and what is the score prediction? Chris had 56 Oklahoma, 24 Texas. What's your score? What's your I'm prediction? I'm going to pick Oklahoma, too. I'm going to probably go probably 56 to about 42. Okay. Okay, giving Texas more credit. I, I, yeah, a lot closer than what I had. I think, you know, Texas is about a year away from really competing in the Big 12. I think this year they took people by surprise. Definitely. I mean, they took me by surprise, you know, after the embarrassing loss to Maryland to open the season. Exactly. I mean, that was – I thought Tom Herman could be on the hot seat, but then he turned it around. They're here. Definitely. I think – I, I personally still want Charlie Strong at that Texas job. Oh, I love me some Charlie Strong, man. I feel like, you know, he but got – Todd Herman has turned him around. Yeah, I mean, Tom, I mean, Charlie Strong really – he had his chances to turn him around and – Really, they did. He really didn't have any organizational backing, which is yeah. upsetting because yeah. of how good of a coach he is. Oh, yeah, he's Very an true. excellent coach. I mean, look what he's doing at South Florida. I mean, he had Blake Barnett. There's a possibility they put up a fight against Central Florida. Yep. Yeah, a possibility, but then, you know, UCF. But we're all three for three here. We're on the Oklahoma bandwagon, all three of us here. I'm going with Oklahoma, too, but I'm not going with 56. Uh huh. I'm saying they score 49. I'm saying Texas scores 24. So you both are on the same page with Texas. We're both on the same page with Texas. Yeah. I, I'm I'm with Chris. I think they'll come out early. I think they'll put up a fight. Yeah. I think they will. I think honestly, I think they will lead at halftime. I think they will lead at halftime. I think the final score at halftime will be 24 to 14, with Texas leading, and then Oklahoma's going to come out and just yeah. shut them out the second half. Don't get me wrong. I think Texas will probably lead, but I think it will be something like 21-17. Oklahoma would have just gotten momentum back with like a field goal or something. Yeah, at most they'll lead by three which points. Is probably, which will probably be like the only field goal that Oklahoma ends up kicking that game. I mean, Very the true. Of, uh, the Big 12 is if you get inside the red zone, hold them to three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ben, don't break. Exactly. Uh, so we'll move on to the baseball portion here. Because really the only two things that we have down here, unless there's something else that comes into our heads, is really with the Atlanta Braves, and one of them is a man returning home to I'm, Atlanta. I'm really excited about Brian McCann, you know, fan favorite. Love Brian McCann. I love him, you know. I wish we you know we could have went out and get someone a little younger. Yeah. Like, someone like JT Filamuto, but, you know. That's a lot of pieces you're going to have to give up to get rid of Oh, yeah, I saw, though, like, but something. It's worth like, it. I saw something like the – Marlins would not take any trade that didn't have Ronald in there, yeah. which is you <laughs> which know, is stupid. I mean, exactly. Which is weird because you know you know Real Muto's contract's a lot less. It's than team the, friendly. Yeah, but it's a lot less than Stanton's. But you know he got a, they got up a lot. They got a lot less return for Stanton than they want for. Hey, look, know. that was Stanton's fault. Not, yeah. Not. Oh, I'm just I'm just saying you know comparing players, you know. They it's should, a good point. Yeah. Uh, but Brian McCann signs back with the Atlanta Braves uh, for one year, two million dollars. So I think it's it's a it's a good signing. It's a very solid signing. He might not be able to catch every day, but the the days he will be able to catch, he'll be back there. He'll be a solid pinch hitter off the bench, yeah. especially in that park, yeah. Oh, yeah, and being yeah. a left-handed bat. Oh, that um, that park at SunTrust is left-handed. Exactly. SunTrust is beautiful. Yes, been over there, you know. Went over there a couple of times for a couple of Braves games, and you know went over there the Kennesaw games. Yeah, JSU. Yeah, but, but you know it's it's a very beautiful park, and the the I like new it a lot better than Turner Field. Turner Field, it's a Turner lot Field was it's pitcher a friendly. Yeah. Yeah. SunTrust now being a hitter friendly park. You know, it's, you know, you can turn into a day and you don't have to worry about getting mugged going. Down exactly. 
the, the neighborhood's a lot better than what it used yeah. to be. Because <laughs> I remember in Turner Field, man, it was crazy bad. You take one wrong turn. Yeah. 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 And it's it like one and a half step into this third world country, bro. Right. You got to keep your windows locked. You turn down the wrong way. Where did I end up? How did I get into Detroit? I just put the wrong street. What am I doing? Oh, no. But another big signing for Atlanta, probably one of the bigger, well, not even probably, one of the bigger free agents on the market this year. Um, Josh Donaldson. Kind of got lost in the radar due to the Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. But he did get good. slightly lost in the radar, but. And also his injury problems last year. Yeah. That too. But even though, you know, even after his injury problems, and he he hit, he ended up hitting six, in 16 games, he hit over 300. He hit three home runs. He drove in 16 RBIs, and that was after his injury, yeah. whenever he got on the Indians, so uh, after the trade. But. It's I I love it personally. Oh, I love the signing. You know, it gives a year for Austin Riley to, to keep developing, not having to rush him up. Yeah. This also frees up the Braves to move Johan Camargo to get another arm in the bull or uh, in the like, rotation. But also, though, you don't have to maybe spend the money to sign Nick Markakis back, slide him in right field. You got I mean, yeah, but I don't. Like a Ben's overs type deal. Yeah, but I don't know if if I'm the Braves after that season, Markakis just put up. Yeah. I'm not letting him go. Yeah. It depends on probably the asking price. Also yeah, you don't, want to get, you don't want to give he's him a lot of talent too soon. Yeah, yeah true. He's, he's a little on the older side, you know. I believe he's, what, 30? I believe he's 34, 33? 30, somewhere between there, I think. Somewhere in there. But, Still very productive for Oh, yeah. I mean, he had a really one, solid season, he too. He won the gold glove, silver slugger. Yeah. I mean. That's another perk of that hitter-friendly part. Yeah. And if and there's all, anybody that's going to have a field day in the Hitter Friendly Park, it's going to be Josh Donaldson. Exactly. Because when Josh Donaldson – bring the rain. The bringer of rain. When Josh Donaldson is healthy, I don't Game think there's – I don't think there's a better third baseman when he's healthy. That was the word I was about to use. Perfect, perfect, Jaden. I mean – Game, Jaden. You know, you go to when he's fully healthy. Like, in 2017, 32 home runs. I mean – is he just won the MVP? Go back, yeah. Go back to his MVP season. I believe it was uh the twenty, it was the twenty fifteen season. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Because yeah. Bryce Harper won the NL MVP in twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me find it. Forty one home runs, hundred and twenty three RBIs. I mean, that's just a couple years ago. Yep. I mean, I think you know twenty three million for one year is a little more than I would like to pay, but if he's healthy, he's a Great addition to that lineup. You know, give Freddie, uh, Freddie and Acuna some protection in that lineup. Oh yeah, like it's putting pairing him with Freddie, Freddie Freeman and Acuna, it's gonna be ridiculous. You could put Ozzy Albies at like put hit him lead off. I don't probably switch go hitter Acuna, speed. I don't go Acuna leading off. I would rather put Acuna. Oh, I really, oh, I really like that. I like Acuna in the lead off, but I'd rather put him at the two. The reason I like that is the Astros with George Springer. You make a you just try to get a fastball to start the game off as a starter. You're already down one nothing. Yep. Yeah, Acuna, that, Acuna can do that. I mean, he did that. The New Marlins. I think the Marlins have to get him a Father's Day gift. Yeah, they need yeah. to. They should. They definitely should. Y'all behind. Yeah. Elbow guard, maybe. <laughs> come on, Miami. Just, just hit it. Come on, G. Come on, Derek. Come on, man. Just yeah. but send like, him. The Braves, the I think, are you know heard they're in the DS trade from the Mariners. Yeah, I did not hear that, actually. They're actually one of the big contenders for him. You know, give up some of those young arms in the... And also, I heard they might try to get Britton. Zach Britton? Yep. Sign him? Yeah. Because yeah. he's a free agent this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrew Miller. I mean, there's a... Andrew Miller, there's yeah. There's no excuse for the Braves for not to get one big arm in that bullpen. They need, they need yeah. it. I would. We're just, we're just I mean, they don't have a bad bullpen, but it, they I mean, need it. They need a starter exactly. more than they need a bullpen there's, arm. There's not depth to the Braves bullpen. That's the problem. Yeah. Like you know, isn't the seventh, eighth, and ninth guys are were very good last year. You know who else? You know who they need to go back and get. They need to make another home return. They need to go back and get Craig Kimbrell. They need to sign yeah, him I and bring him back to him. I think it all depends on with him is how much is he going to ask for. See, I mean, I, th- I don't think Kimbrell's going to be asking for that much because, you know, closers really don't make that much unless you're a guy like a with Chapman. But no, no. I believe Kimbrell's – who is Kimbrell represented by? Is it Scott Boris? Uh, uh, 
I'm really, not sure. I really don't know that off the top of my head. If it's Scott Boris, then you know he's gonna get two hundred million dollars. No, the problem is Kimbrel does have the leverage due to his playoff performance. Yeah, just slightly. He, he slightly does have a leverage on that. But also, like if the the Red Sox keep Kimbrel, you know they got the payroll and they want to go get Andrew Miller. That's I'm. I know you're a big Yankees fan. Yeah. That that rivals the. I know you're a big Yankees fan too, Chris. Yeah. That rivals. What they got in the back end of that bullpen, I mean, that's lights out. I doubt, I mean, the Yankees had one of, if not the best bullpens well, in baseball you got to the last inning, year. He was down facing the Yankees. It was game over. Of course, because yeah. we could go, we could go to guys like Chad Green, exactly, Zach Britton, Dylan Batances, as Rodas Chapman. Had, when you had Andrew Miller. Batances. No run DMC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, that was, yes. That was deadly. They were they were lights out, man. Yeah, they were. Uh, another thing, baseball wise, um, Madison Bumgarner, currently starting pitcher, ace by far of the San Francisco Giants, but it's been talked about that he might be traded. I'd like to see him. And if I'm being honest. You've you've already won three championships in San uh, San Francisco. Yeah, been the hero for one of them. Exactly. Been the I mean, hero. he put that team, team on, his back, on his back and was it the 2014 postseason? Yeah. I, I, I was about to say 13. I thought it was 2014. I thought it was 16 for some. No, it's 14. Because 2016 the um, Cubs won, right? Yeah. yeah I, I knew it was an even year. Yeah, because from, from 2010 to 2014, it was 2010, 2012, 2014. That and they, they were, were like down 2011, yeah. down 2013. I mean, it was bad. Yeah, it and, was. But, yeah. I mean, he's already won three championships there. He's by far the ace of that staff. He, I mean, some seasons he's hit more home runs than a majority of the players I mean, on that team. Nice little, you know, you give him a nice little off-the-bench bat. Yeah, if I mean, <laughs> Shoot, send him to the American League. Let him pitch one out of the five days. Play DH the other four. He'll be yeah. the better. He'll be better than Shohei Otani. I guarantee it. Hey, home run derby between Shohei. And <laughs> yes. Adam. Yeah, I will. Oh, I will pay please. to see that. Hey, put that on pay per view. No, hey, forget. Uh, forget the regular home run derby. We're going. We're going Shohei. Yeah, just give me Otani and Bumgarner, and I'll be happy. Yeah. Well, okay, but I, mean, I think I think he does need to be traded. I think he needs to leave and yeah. go on to something new. I, I think it's time. They try to get too much. They they got to rebuild in San Francisco. I think it's a whole thing. I think they need to follow yeah, in Seattle. I think, I think yeah, that's the most definite. No, I think you know solution the there. most recent. I think re, um, rebuild is probably the Astros when they just gutted that whole. Yeah, franchise. Like, it's kind of what the Mariners are trying to do yeah, now. I think, so I think the Giants should do that and get back to the old Giants glory. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see them in a Braves uniform, but also you have so many young starters down in in that farm system with the Braves. I don't know if I would give up <sighs> one of those guys. Against yeah, I don't think I'm giving up a guy like Kobe Allard. Uh. Tukey. Yeah, I don't exactly. think I'm giving up Tukey Toussaint and either. Also, I think you got you got yourself an ace in Fulte. I mean, oh yeah, Voltinovich. Yeah. Once he completely develops, he's 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 going to be a style. Young. Flashes of, like I was at uh, SunTrust. You have seen flashes. I was of it. At, I was in the ballpark when he threw that complete game shutout against the Nats. Probably one of the best pitch performances I've seen in person in a long time. I mean, yeah, and it's like, I mean, like you said, you know, you have seen flashes of it, but that's the problem. You've seen flashes. Once he gets that on a consistent I think, I think basis. He, yeah. I think he put a really, he put a, together finally a complete season last year. He proved that yeah. he's getting the ball opening day. He proved that he's getting the ball game one of a playoff series. I mean, you know, it was a little rough in the playoffs, but never been there. Very true. Yeah. Very I mean, true. Fair enough. Against a team like the Dodgers, that's tough to do. Um, so Madison Bumgarner, Chris, where does he get? If he gets traded, where does he get traded to? I can't necessarily pinpoint an exact team I want to see him on. If you, if you, if give me three teams that you think he would fit best on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would like. I mean, I would like him on the Braves, but like Jaden said, it's a lot of young, it's a lot of young talent in that farming system. You don't want to give up one of those young guys for a guy who's going to be on the decline. 
I mean, he's he's still he's he's just 20, twenty nine years old. No, no, but that's the thing about it. Who's gonna be on the decline? Yeah, I very true. Do, I would like him to see him in pinstripes. Like, been, I, he's been look, linked. man. I was trying to avoid my biasness. I, I mean, honestly, you got you got Paxton. You got. Um, and, by the way, which I love that movie. I loved it. If you Severino. if you actually would have listened to the show last week, you would have heard it. Severino. Oh, Severino, and then you go Madball. That's what y'all. Boy, and if Severino can finally get some consistency to him, for the love of some me. help in that rotation. For the love of everything. I mean, that's probably. I think if I'm the Yankees, you get those three back to back. And I would go probably Paxton, Severino in a playoff series. Paxton, Severino, Bumgarner just to split up the left. No, 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 no. If if, if that if Bumgarner goes to the Yankees, I'm starting Bumgarner in the postseason. Right, he He's starting game one. You flip flop of Bumgarner and Paxton. Because Bumgarner yeah. is probably the he he's probably the yeah. he's one of the best postseason starters yeah, of all time. You're gonna have to make him sell that dirt bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he get. Look, we gotta make look. The man's gonna have to shave his beard if he goes there. Just let him keep the dirt bike. Exactly. I, I mean, just he just can't ride in the season. <laughs> Very true. So the Braves. Anyone else? Uh, definitely the pinstripes. I want to avoid my bias but Jaden just brought it up. Jaden already brought it out. And I'm trying to think, who else really needs like? Cause I want to put them in a place that's like Houston. Since they're gonna get, um, they're gonna get. Probably not gonna get um signed tackle. Yeah, they're probably not gonna sign you know tackle what? back. Yeah, you put, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, you know. But I don't know if Houston's gonna want to give up any of their MLB ready players or any of their prospects. You know, also because you got Forrest Whitley knock on the door. Yeah. Forrest Whitley. <sighs> that dude's gonna be ridiculous. Oh yes, he is. He's gonna be ridiculously good. Uh, Jaden, you already said the pinstripes. You already said Houston. Braves as well. I so. might think of one. Um, just give me a second. I might think of one. Uh, yeah, you got to go to some playoff contenders, you know. I'm, yeah. You know, I'm really trying to think of who needs maybe. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm thinking, though. I'm trying to think of I'm maybe Philly. Need, Philly definitely needs another arm. I mean, oh, as much yes. as I don't want them. Because I just saw her report, yes. He's drawing interest from the Brewers in Philly. Brewers, Brewers are another team that he'd Brewers work well need, with. If they, yeah. you know, they. Because Brewers need it. That's all they're missing is an ace. Yeah. Their rotation's good. Rotation's solid. Bullpen's yeah. really good. But, you know, what hurts lineup them. obviously is really good. I mean, they have the current MVP. Have a Lorenzo guy like Lorenzo Kane, Travis Shaw, Mike Moustakis. Yes. Uh, Brian Braun. Brian, Ryan, uh, I don't know. We're not going to talk about him. I don't like Ryan Braun. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do not like him. He cheated the game. <laughs> but you're going to put him. No, nah, come talk, on now. We're going to talk about bats in that line if you have to mention him. Exactly. Who? Him. Who? Nobody. Good point. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that guy. Um, <laughs> that just, I mean, Jesus Aguilar. Coming into a good play, a big power bat. It's, they have, it's a good team. Cubs. You know, there's a lot of. I mean, Eric Thames every now and then he knows how to swing a bat. I mean, it's the Brewers. All they need is an ace. If they have an ace in that staff, especially a guy like Madison Bumgarner. They've been in the World Series, you know, still getting curb stomped by the Red Sox. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, but you know. any, anyone from the NL is getting <laughs> exactly. That's a four. I mean, conclusion. I thought anyone who came out of the American League was going to curb stomp any National League team. And I'm I mean, like, it's just it's yeah. it's all it's it's proven that American League. American League the baseball American League teams were like way too balanced. That's why hitters go like that's why like position players and hitters go to the American League. I mean, that's why JD Martinez he didn't have to focus on playing the outfield. He just worried about hitting. Speaking yeah. of JD Martinez, okay. playing the outfield, tell me how. And this I don't understand. How is he gonna get two silver sluggers? He really. He got one for the DH position, uh-huh. and he got one for left field. What? Tell me how that works. Shouldn't it? I mean, didn't he mostly take his ABs as a DH? Yes. It's, but shouldn't that just go to one position? Yes. Wow. Wow. I talked about this last week on the show, but it, it upsets me that much. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Bumgarner to Milwaukee is a good place. Um, Bumgarner to Philadelphia is a good place. As much as I don't want that to happen, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's some it's some interest I mean, with the Braves. Interest I mean, with the Braves, yeah. Uh, I think it would work out well with the Phillies. 
you have a guy like Jake Arietta and you have a guy oh, like Aaron Nola oh, who's coming into his own. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Put yeah. him in that road. Like, exactly. you have the big three there. Throw in some other, like, low-tier arms, like yeah. four or five. You get you like some... I mean, like, Vince Velasquez. Yeah, you get you You know, he can be a good pitcher. You know, he's, like, his flashes, he hasn't... He, I think he's a solid five. He hasn't been... Who? Last was. Yeah, very true. Yeah. He's a solid five. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that whole Philly, like, you put Bumgarner on that Phillies team, you have guys like Reese Hoskins, who I love. He's such a beast. The double flap. Oh, double <laughs> flap helmet, baby. I, I'm, I'm sorry. That, that's not show. That, that, that is <laughs> awful. That, I, I think I had to turn the TV off when I saw that. <laughs> I was like... Someone get that oh, man. Whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Somebody come get this man's. Whose man's is this? That Phillies team is just really good, really young. Bumgarner would fit. But another team, or another player that could go to the Phillies, mm-hmm. Bryce Harper. I heard, though, they're more interested in getting Machado. They are more interested in getting Machado yeah. because J.P. Crawford hasn't turned out to the player that they want him to be. Was but... You think um, who was the guy they gave the contract to before he even played? Uh, they gave him like an extension before he even played like a major league season. He was the like second base slash shortstop. Who? Oh no! Um, oh, you've got me stumped. Like oh. you think they would have? They would have listened. Not do it. The Astros. Scott Kingry. Yeah. Scott Kingry. Yeah. Uh, you think they would have not done that? You know. The Astros gave John Singleton five years, $25 million before he played. <laughs> hey, look how that worked out. Hey, bro, we think you look good, bro. But We think you're going to work out. Is he even in the league anymore? I, I, think, I don't I think, think so. Got, I think he just got released. Like, cause, I mean, Singleton, he was supposed to be but a good player. That is like Anthony Bennett levels of mess up, bro. He was supposed, like, he was supposed to average 30-plus home runs a year. And now you see, like... But the Astros now, you know, they had to go sign uh, Guriel from Cuba to play first base. Yeah. I mean, like, there's been, like, a revolving door over there. And then, you yeah. know, now they've got a racist on their team with Yuli Guriel. Oh, man. You guys don't remember the whole you uh, Darvish yeah. situation? Yeah. 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 We ain't going to rain none of them. But another team, even though it's highly doubtful, but this team needs an ace as well. I highly doubt they'll trade him in the division, but Colorado Rockies. I mean, I think if you're going to, you know. If he goes and pitches for Colorado. But who wants to go? I mean, he's Exactly. Gonna hit, who wants to play for the Rockies? Is he going to hit 20 Rockies bombs are a too? good team. Is he going to hit 20 bombs, though? <laughs> in Colorado, probably. I mean. I mean, 33 starts. If he hits a home run every start he has, that's 33 home runs. I mean. If he stays healthy. Yeah, that's his, you know. But Colorado's a good team. Yeah, they. I mean, Nolan Arenado, who is, in my opinion, the best third baseman in baseball. Uh, they have a guy like Charlie Blackman, Chuck Nasty. I mean, didn't they, uh, arms like Kyle Freeland. They were yeah close to beating. You know, they probably got like Bumgarner. They put up a fight, I think, against the Brewers. It's not a walkover series with them. No, yeah. not a walkover at all. I mean, they also have guy like Trevor Story, who's coming into his own. I, Oh, I love Trevor Story. Yeah. Power, speed guy. It's not something you see a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, Whenever you hear speed, you hear of yeah. guys like Billy Hamilton who I can't mean, even hit the also, ball. You know, he should remind. <laughs> oh, Brett Gardner. He should remind. Oof, that hurt. <laughs> he should remind. Uh, I mean, let's be real. Well, we're being honest. He should remind Rockies fans of Prom Tulowitzki. Prom Tulo is. The problem with Tulo is he couldn't stay healthy. Exactly. Oh, there was no, there was no one better than Prom Tulo. Prom Tulo was a monster. But his glove is past his prom, though. Yeah, I saying, think everything saying? about Tulo is past, past his prom. prom. I don't know if y'all talked about this earlier before I got here. What's y'all thoughts about the big playoff win this last Saturday for RJSU? We did talk about that. That was actually one yeah. of the first things we talked about. We enjoyed it. We thought they played hard, and we froze our tails yeah, off out there, but. Yeah, I, I, the, the team knows how to shake back. If you guys didn't know how much we loved you, we thought about coming to Maine this weekend to paint up. Exactly. But then we heard there was probably going to be snow. 
and it's like I think like the high is like twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. So, like high's like twenty nine. Hey, hey, we'll be watching though. Yeah, I mean we'll yeah. freeze for you in like forty degree weather, but uh, twenty nine is a little feel, low. Just, just yeah, feel we'll our run. energy from the couch. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, we'll turn the we'll turn the air conditioning. Do, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll turn we'll, it down in the yeah, room we'll do, to we'll compensate. Do, we'll do it like Goku used to do against Frieza, and we just like give you our, our energy, and then you can beat me. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But also, I want to give prayers out to the O linemen for East Tennessee State. Yeah. Was it the O linemen? They had two guys, I think. Terry. Um. Because what? Because what? Or, or, or one of their guys. Um, one of their guys. The, the guy who got had to get carted off. I, I thought he was on defense. I thought there was um a defense. It, were they on defense? I think they were on defense when they had. I think it was his. I, um, I think it was more than was a lineman. Yeah. I think the guy that had broken his leg that we talked about earlier was a wide receiver. I'm going to double check here real quick. Because I swear the dude who got carted off and got put on the stretch, I swear he was a lot I saw one guy on, a, on a crutches on their sideline. I didn't know if he got hurt earlier in the game. Uh, Just one more thing, and it's not no, really – it's no, not – I think he was hurt before. You know, one more thing. This isn't really – this is out of the sports realm of the world, but uh, Steven Hillenberg, the, cre- the creator of uh, one of our childhood – our childhood is favorites. Uh, you know, SpongeBob SquarePants. He passed away from Stan ALS. Lee, now him. Well, Stan Lee. I mean, past childhood. I mean, but he created some of our favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he created the stuff that lead up to our childhood. Yeah. But like both of those guys transcended like any arbitrary rule that you would think about like age and having an interest. Yeah. And, and it sucks, but you know, prayers out to uh, his prayers family. out to his family. Yeah, we I talked mean, about him earlier. I mean, that could, you know, I was thinking if somehow Northwestern pulls the upset and Texas beat Oklahoma, they could have backed their way into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. very true. Uh, but here it was a wide senior wide receiver Kobe Kelly. Uh, okay. I, I, I saw him go down where the line of scrimmage was. So I was thinking. Yeah, and I thought because I could have sworn like he was a. Like I, sw- like, I and sw- it was it was after it was immediately after the game. You know, they took him back to Johnson City in Tennessee, and uh, he had to have surgery immediately. So, and it sucks, you know, with him being a senior, exactly. going down in the playoff game, and I mean, you know, prayers out to him. Hopefully, he recovers game, soon. You know, I mean, coming out of the second half, down down ten. Yeah. We yeah. we scored twenty four straight unanswered. So I mean, I um you know I thought that's something you have to be happy about. I thought you know. East Tennessee State came out with a lot of emotion in the first half. You know, played well, you know. The only problem is I think they played with, you know, too much of it. Yeah, and it kind of – I thought, you know, I thought the defense set the – They definitely set the tone. Set the tone in that uh, second half. Two quick three and outs, a couple big sacks by trade threat. You know, yeah. played – balled out. Very true. Um – just real quick, shout out to Ben and Jello for listening for listening to the show. They they wanted me to shout them out, so I'll shout them out. Yeah, they sent me a text message. Yeah, he sent me one too. So <laughs> hitting up all the boys in here. Yeah. Uh, so let's go back. Let's go back to college football. Let's kind of bring some other stuff up. There's um, a game we Mac didn't Brown. bring up. Matt Brown returning back to the coaching carousel. You didn't hear about that? I did not hear about this. He is going to coach uh, North Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, my goodness. He's back in the head coach carousel. What if Colt McCoy played? Oh, Colt McCoy. (laughs) (laughs) Colt McCoy. Sorry, I had to throw that one in there. (laughs) If Colt didn't get hurt. No, imagine imagine it's like a parallel universe. Colt McCoy plays that game. (laughs) And it's not the same result. Pretty much. I mean, there's... There's really some big time. Co- I mean, Virginia Tech has to play a makeup game to be bowl eligible. Uh, yeah. Also, Ben said thanks you. Uh, he said he said uh, thanks, bro. Y'all are sounding good, my G. So thank you, ben. thank you, ben. thank thank thank, thank you, you, man. And every other listener. We we love all of you. Big hu- big airway hug hugs yeah. to all of our listeners all right our now. Jaden, give him an airway hug. It was it was a good airway. It was a little hook. lopsided. Yeah, but he's short and his one arm one 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 arm's longer than the other with Jaden. But you know. 
it's, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. He had a growth plate issue. It's not. It's okay. It's fine. I mean, they say it don't be like that. But it do. It'll buff. It, it will buff. It It'll buff. Be. We all have our problems. <laughs> uh, so let's kind of let's go back. I believe we we touched on all the games, even though Jaden wasn't in here for them. I think we touched on all the games except for one. We touched on all of them except that, for one. And, and I want you to bring this up, boy. It's by far the biggest game this weekend. It is the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. This isn't the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> I thought that was the biggest game this week. For us personally, it is the biggest game. Hey, we, but we're gonna go FCS playoffs, you know. All day. Yeah. There's a couple big games, you know, in the FCS playoffs. You know, getting off. You know, Wofford and Kennesaw both run the triple option. Oh, we don't care about Wofford or Kennesaw. Hey, we got a. I'm just saying, it's a big-time game. Hey, yeah. go Wofford. Yeah, yeah, go Wofford. Go, go Bull- What are they, the Bulldogs? I don't know. Let's see Let's see what happens with Kennesaw gets to taste their own medicine. Yeah. yeah Enjoy that triple ops and KSU. Let's go. I think I'm and, gonna, and all those outside like, receivers like, holding like, them. Both teams going to get, like, two possessions. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've got about ten minutes. Whoever, whoever wins that game is whoever decides <laughs> to break up this surprise fast play. Exactly. Whoever does it, it's going to be four verticals. It's going to be a shot. <laughs> It's going to be a shotgun five wide receiver set. <laughs> hey, who's going to come out faster? <laughs> I'll guarantee you it's neither one of them. Probably not. Uh, we've got about ten minutes, and I feel like this next topic is going to be the last because I feel like we're going to spend the rest of the time on this one. SEC Championship, Alabama Crimson Tide, 12-0 and on the season, unfortunately. Taking on Georgia, who is 11-1 on the season. <sighs> I don't know why I'm going to ask this because I already know the answer. Who's walking away with the victory, Chris? Bama, 49-24. Jaden, who's walking away with the victory? I'm going to go Alabama, 35-21, Bama. I think I think they – I mean, we're going to spot Georgia 13 points again in the first half. <laughs> you know, look, hey, I think we should run – I think we should take a 16-yard loss on the first offensive drive. Give to him on the longest touchdown. <laughs> Let's get, 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 stop at the 25. It's, it's like one of those man reenactments whenever it's like the big, <laughs> whenever the big play. Never redo it again. I have a question for you, Dylan. Say pandemonium happens and Georgia pulls off the upset. Well, that's good for me because I think Georgia's going to win. I've been giving Alabama all the credit all season long when we're talking about their games, and I'm telling you it's not going to happen this Saturday. Georgia's going to walk away with the victory. You think Alabama? You are 100% serious about that. I'm 100% serious. You just have to. Georgia with the upset. Is it close? Yes. It's 24-21 Georgia. I, I, I don't think Bama's not – there's no way Nick Saban's going to let that team come out slow for another game. It's 24-21 Georgia. I think, you know, it's close. I think it's a first-half game. Bama, Bama just wills it away, you know, fourth-quarter game, you know, our fourth-quarter I, I think Bama has a close lead going into halftime, and then I think it just – I'm dead serious. And everything just speaks for Georgia 24, Alabama 21. You really think that Georgia is going to hold Bama, that Bama offense, to 21 points? I mean, they LSU scored 49, and they barely have an offense. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, exactly. They we, got bits, we got bits and pieces of this here offense. We got, they run that we got, we got four formations. They run that Harvard-Yale offense from the 1880s. <laughs> That's a good point. Bare, no passing. <laughs> a good point. Let me run this glorified wishbone formation. <laughs> I, I do think Georgia's going to walk away with the victory here. I, I just, I, I, I've given Al, you, I've given Alabama credit all throughout the season. I think this is where that luck runs out. But the problem is, well, where's the luck at when you're beating people by twenty? <laughs> like the, like the problem about this is, if Georgia is going to get this win, it's going to rely heavily on Jake Fromm. Heavily. I mean, Isn't that what all their victories rely on? Not really. Not necessarily. I mean, I'm not going to say <laughs> you. Uh, hold on. You, I got you finally to say it. You say that every show, and I got you to say it. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. But um, <laughs> do you think Bama still gets in the playoffs even with a loss to Georgia? Dude. I think. Of course. Yes. You do? It's Alabama. I, 
I'm, no, not even not I even mean, that from that point. Because it I mean, happened last year. Because, I mean, Iron Bowl, everybody knew it was irrelevant. And I knew, like, and I think everybody pretty much knew this is irrelevant. I don't know why you're going to ask that question. Alabama got in last year and they shouldn't have. Who should have gotten in? Who should have? The, the defending UCF Knights. That's who should have gotten in. Okay, we are not starting this mess again. No. I'm just no. saying. Look, I'm just saying. They got in last year. when they. Oh, no. Look at all them hard-fought battles. Oh no! Against, Al- against Al- Alabama got in last year when they didn't deserve it. I'm oh, just saying. Oh no! UCF beat ITT Tech. Oh no! The only difference is they deserve it this year. That powerhouse. I, 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 I will honestly say I think if I think honestly if Oklahoma wins, I think they jump Notre Dame to go to three. I think so too. I think I think Notre Dame's in. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think. I think if Ohio State wins and Oklahoma somehow loses to Texas, Notre Dame stays at stays at three. I say if Ohio State and Oklahoma both win, Notre Dame's out. Those two are in. I think. I, I don't think. I don't think I Ohio think, State can get in. I think Ohio State. You know. I think the ship's sailed. Even when I think they need Oklahoma to lose. Because you're going to tell me. If anything, Notre Dame needs one of them to lose. Because if Notre Dame wants to stay in, I mean, one of them needs. Because I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't care what the result of the SEC championship game is going to be. Georgia and Alabama are getting in. Yeah. SEC yeah. teams bring in the most revenue. College football wants to have the most revenue. They want to bring in the most money. I'll, it's going to be those two teams. Could it be if Georgia loses? And it could could it be Alabama, Georgia in the semifinal? Could they play back to back games? Yeah, they could. Quite possible. It's, de- it's definitely a possibility. And it could be the same way either way. If Alabama beats Georgia, I think then it's gonna it. They could play back to back. If yeah. Georgia beats Alabama, they could play, play back to back. So I think I think Notre, you know. The Big Ten is a weird conference this year. It's, you know, it's being nice. I mean, because we kind of we kind of crapped on them earlier. Well, I mean, it's not like they didn't deserve it. Yeah, it's I mean, you have Ohio State go out, lose to Purdue by thirty. Hey, and they beat Michigan. 20, like, was it twenty nine? I don't know what it was. But I, yeah, it was about like twenty seven. And then, then <laughs> go Boiler. Then Man, go go Boiler. I'm not dissing them, but they should not have beaten. Ohio State by that much. No, no. They shouldn't have beat Ohio State. Period. Exactly. But um, then you go play overtime to Maryland, and then you go beat up on Michigan. I mean, that's probably the most and like it's the weirdest. Honestly, I wouldn't. I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be surprised if Northwestern beat Ohio State. And that's yeah. what that's what Chris had brought up earlier. He, I mean, he said he can't really count out Northwestern, but because what, what Ohio State team is going to show up? Purdue, exactly. Maryland, or the one against Michigan. Michigan. I mean, honestly, they got lucky to beat Penn State. Penn State forgot what tackling. Exactly. Was. Penn State forgot what tackling. Was they didn't give it to the guy who literally trunks over linebackers. They wanted to give it to a running back on like what was it like four for four? I mean, yeah. Give it to Trace McSorley, who's been exactly. That makes oh McSorley is a bad. Bad man. He's a bad, bad man. You literally could have just ran like two out routes with your outside guys and you would have gotten the first. Like, that was just awful play calling. Yeah. Um, so, who's going to win? Did y'all do the predictions for JSU Main yet? No. We did not. No. So, I think that's actually a really good decision to end the show on, Jaden. Thank you. Good job. I'm saying, I'm like, I want you in here more often now. I'm not, <laughs> hey, I'll be, I, I don't have class on Wednesday next week. You're in. The, you're on the show next week, Jaden. But uh, I think JSU goes up to the frozen tundra of Bane and pulls out. Um, comes out with an upsetting. I mean, but it really wouldn't be. Enough. Yeah, I, I I did air quotes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. You guys can't see them, but we're doing air quotes. I think 34-21 victory. Yeah. I think, That's a very respectable. And honestly, I, I, I want to. You were a point off from mine because I had 35-21. I, I was gonna, and I also think playoff football is coming back to the Ville. Simo pulls up the upset against Weber State. Yes. Ooh. I think. Think. Oh yeah, hey, definitely, definitely, definitely a winnable game for Simo. Rematching the snow. So you've got 34-21. You have 35-21. I'm giving the boys. I think they're going to drop a 40-piece. I'm giving them 42. I'm giving Maine 17. I think they're going to come out and play their hearts out and 
Because if I'm I not, think they're just gonna play. I think they're just gonna come out and play just to be like, not, okay, I'm gonna get out of this Maine's cold. Maine's a very run first offense, right? I believe they're run heavy, yeah. And that fits. Right. And, and I mean, if it's not like a triple defense, exactly. Right. I mean, honestly, if it's not a triple option, like our defense can pretty much handle it when it comes to run. Very, very true. And what I mean is, we can we can lock down or run heavy as long as it's not triple option. Absolutely. So all the luck in the world to the boys this weekend. Um. So it's uh, it's time for us to end the show. Thanks y'all for having me, dude. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. We'll see you again next week. Yeah, You're going to be hey, here next week. Tell so. everybody you know to watch this. Yeah. You tell know, all your people. You already know what time it is. You I know, know what time it is. You already know I'm backing myself today. You already know what's going on. You already know what it is. Hype it up, Chris. You already know what it is. This is your boy, Chris McCream. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Yes, it's I trademark. Can. Yes, I can. Hey, tell Santa Claus to watch this. You know, exactly. Tell Santa Claus to watch this. Get on them L. Tell him to watch this. Rudolph. Tell everybody over no phone. Watch this. Put it on your Christmas list to listen to Ballin' with Baldy. During church. And it's during devotion. No, 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 not during church. Let the pastor do what he got to do. No, 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 no. Pray to Jesus. No, this before, this before. Okay, okay, okay. Sunday, Sunday lunch. Sunday, yeah, Sunday brunch. I am not talking about going in and interrupting church service, but no, when there's nothing important going on and it's just everybody's getting settled in, maybe take a mic for a little bit and say, hey, this is the show. Down at JSU. Everybody needs to listen to this. You got to call it Ballin' with Body. We're on Podbean. Look at Podbean. All right, then. Ballin' with Body. Ballin' with Body. Listen to it. You got to. You want to. Exactly. All them KFC workers. Get the KFC family pack. Everyone I called out that KFC two episodes ago needs to watch this. All the Popeye's workers that we just sold in their biscuits. Y'all need to watch this. Learn how to make a biscuit. Please. Jaden, thank you for coming on. Chris, always a wonderful show with you. Yeah, baby. This is your host signing off for Jaden and Chris Knox. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank have you, a wonderful, listeners. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Before the close stops, rallied after the okay, that scared me.